0: So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. The Mutes. On the first night, the moon looked like a thin strand of hair. On the next, like the edge of a transparent sickle. Next, it looked like a slice of juicy honeydew melon and then like a round millstone. Finally, it dropped off into the night's deep mouth, where the eternal hidden, the person whom no one has ever seen and who lives at the bottom of the bottomless, smashes up all the old moons with a stone to make stars while another moon is on its way. In those days, the night was darkest pitch. The tiger took advantage of the situation to steal from a cave in Insamia Punga by dancing before the person guarding it. The hunter wanted some light in his hut. At midnight, he shook his eldest son's arm to wake him. Go, go to the tiger's house, he said and ask him for some light. I'm scared, Papa, said the boy. You must obey me, ordered the hunter. And he threw him out into the darkness, into the dense night of those days when there weren't yet any stars between moons. Knock. The tiger was a light sleeper. Ever since he had stolen the fire, he would put it between his front paws and fall asleep guarding it. Without even straying off too far on the steep slopes of the dream world. And so he could keep feeling its living warmth against his chest and watching the flames subtle movement that were subtler still when his eyes were closed. This first fire was only a small fire. Scarcely had the boy tapped at the door with his finger, than Tiger, pretending to be quite old, began to sing as if he were complaining of a deep sorrow, of a wound to the body. He began to sing this song that mustn't be sung deep in the forest after the sun As said. Nothing was left of the song but the words. The dark wind of the moonless night carried the melody off beyond all forgotten things. Because of this, imprudent men were unable to bring back the exact memory of the song and repeat its words. Dane Fayoko Teramina. Dane Fayoko. Teramina. Orum Iwayo. Teramina. ye Unina Teramina. Waiye ye. Amina Come in, said Tiger, opening the door and showing him the fire. I'm scared. Tiger pounced and swallowed the hunter's son. The hunter, who was swatting mosquitoes while waiting for the light, said to his second son, You! <coughs> <coughs> you Go to the tiger's house And ask him for a spark From his fire I'm scared Answered the boy. Wait until dawn Obey me Said the hunter Tiger was stretched out In his open doorway Then if I open. Teramina. Grandfather, give give me a spark from your fire. My, My father has sent me to ask you. Yes, indeed, said Tiger. I believe you. Take this stick with rising fire on it. Hold it tight so it doesn't get away from you, and he swallowed up the hunter's second son. The hunter sent his seven children, one after the other, to Tiger's house. Not one returned home. (laughs) I'll go myself, he decided tiger had closed his door his head was beginning to nod though he didn't want to he was sliding down the path of dreams leaving his body and the fire behind knock knock oh it is you hunter my stomach is heavy And I can't get up to open the door for you. I feel bloated and am no longer nimble. But the door is unlocked. All you have to do is push it. (laughs) No, no, answered the man. I, I won't come in. I'm scared. I'm scared. Goodbye. But Tiger didn't give him time to run away. Pouncing out of the reddish darkness, he grabbed him and gobbled him up. In Tiger's stomach, the hunter found his seven sons still alive. Realizing that he had his knife in his hand, he cut open the animal's side and one by one they all stepped out through the opening the trembling man seized the fire and they left silently under a black black sky a moonless sky that has yet had no stars and never again did they regain the use of words that's why There are people in the world today Who can't speak The end For your bonus story The Two Queens Once there were two queens The Lukamy Queens they lived across from each other, one's name was Elarine Gede and the other Oloya Guyana. Elarine was an excellent cook. Both were quite rich, but Oloya didn't like to spend her money. She would go to her friends' houses to eat. Often she ate with Elarine. But finally, one day, Elerin got tired of being taken advantage of. Listen, I have to tell you something. Listen, Oloya, the person who shares always thinks it is a lot, even if it is not much at all. But the person who is on the receiving end always thinks it is not enough, even when it is a lot. That. I know for a fact." So one day, the Queen Elerine stood at her door. And when Queen Oloya showed up singing, Elerine Gweloa Toa, Elerine Gweloa Toa, she said, Just wait till I smash your face in, and beat her silly." The result? A real war. But Queen Oloya no longer comes to eat dinner with Queen Elerine, and every day they face off and scratch each other's eyes out. That's the story of Queen Elerin Gide and Queen Oloya Guiana. The end. Wow, so this is an awesome story. Coming from the Afro-Cuban folktales book by Lydia Cabrera. First things first, I understand a story like this is... It's meant to have fun in it. There's supposed to be... Um, light heartedness about it and it's also to give a why um, story this story deals with a real medical condition in mutism and if you're looking for more information about mutism I posted a couple links in the show notes please don't think I'm making light of people that are mute I'm not with that being said, wow, this is one of those stories that to me has so many elements from so many different cultures. And it combines into exactly what folklore and folktales are. We have examples in the language that if you try to translate it, it's going to come back with so many different um origins I'm talking about the song that the uh, tiger sings which is which makes sense being that he's a tiger. why would he speak any language that is proper to us today? you understand what I mean? Also this man, the hunter send his seven children to the tiger, were all eaten and when he finally decided to go himself he was scared you didn't care about your children being scared sir but you all of a sudden are scared yourself you're supposed to be the hunter you're supposed to be the man that goes out and gets the food for the family why are you so scared of this tiger sir i just don't understand it your dad and understand not all dads are hunters not all dads are going to be real strong men uh but you are a hunter that is your job you are supposed to protect your children but you don't there are little red riding vibes in this story there are um Prometheus uh we have Prometheus um in a way with the tiger. I have another story about a boy having to cut his way out of um a bird's stomach. I probably can't find the story. It is a very small detail in the story and I'm not even going to act like I can remember. If I do happen to find it, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, If not, don't worry about it. If you've been here long enough, you probably know. I don't think I have to connect this to today's time frame, right? You're a parent. Your job is to protect your children in every way. No matter what the outside world feels about you, your job is to protect your children. Okay, period, full stop. If you cannot be there to protect your children on a daily basis, please ensure that those that are there are able to do that. There are situations in people's families that they just can't be there on a daily basis. But understand, me as a father, My job is to ensure my children's safety. No matter how old they are, I will do that. No matter how old they get. Understand what I mean? That's something personal, but parents, that's how personal you should feel about it, right? Your kids. So anyway, go see chef. He has a wonderful meal coming out of Cuba. Uh, and i'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it so until we speak again and until the next voyage as always have a blessed day will you Welcome my friends to the galley. I am your chef, Chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Today we will be creating Tortilla de plantano Maduro Frito or sweet plantain omelette. Now what will you need for this recipe? One Ripe plantain, 5 or 6 eggs, tablespoon of milk optional, canola oil or vegetable oil to coat the bottom of the skillet, salt and pepper to taste, red pimento pepper for garnish. Now how do we put this together? Easy. On a cutting board, slice the Tit off the plantain. Run a knife down the plantain center, slicing lengthwise. Gently now, peel away the skin, placing the peeled plantain on the cutting board. Slice the plantain on a bias. About quarter to half an inch thick, not too thick though my friends. Beat eggs and milk optional until fluffy, seasoning with salt and pepper. Fry the plantain over medium-high heat for 1 to 3 minutes on each side until brown. If the plantains are frying too quickly, lower the heat to medium. Remove plantains with a slotted spoon or large fork allowing the oil to drain before placing on a plate. Lightly, lightly salt the plantains. This is also optional. Drain the oil from the pan, leaving just a glossy coat. Return the pan to medium heat. Pour eggs into pan. Place the fried plantains in the pan evenly, dotting the egg mixture. As the eggs harden, use a spatula to lift the edges, allowing the runny mixture to flow beneath the cooked portions. Lower heat a bit and cover pan. Cook for two to three minutes. Turn off heat. Carefully now, place a large plate over the pan and using an oven mitt, turn the skillet over so that the omelette flips into the plate. While still pressing the plate into the skillet, lightly shake the pan to fully loosen the omelette. Remove pan to reveal your finished omelette. And that is it, my friends. Now, go make this recipe And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember the mutes after they encountered Mr. Tiger. And until the next time, my friends, as always, enjoy. Thank you, my friends, for coming on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo episode and shirt designs. You can get t-shirts and other items on tpublic.com you can contact me on all socials at afrotalescast that's afro t-a-l-e-s cast and email me at afrotalescast at gmail.com you may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone giving a thumbs up a five-star rating and review in your podcast app of choice or simply donating on patreon or coffee.com that's ko icom so until we meet again may your wins be fair and your seas follow